Hello and good day. This is the Bible Bard. Here's the place we're at today. In our last podcast, we looked at the humanity of Jesus and what the text, at least our sample texts, say about Jesus and his humanity and his subjugation to God. In today's discussion, we investigate what the text says about his deity. And beginning with Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, which states, quote, The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us, unquote. Comment, in Matthew, the baby Mary gives birth to is called God with us. The teachers of the law correctly note in the book of Mark that only God can forgive sins. This happens again in the Luke passage. Now in Mark chapter 2, verse 5, the text reads, quote, He, Jesus, said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like that? Who can forgive sins but God alone? In Luke, verse 7, uh, or I'm sorry, let's begin again. In Luke, chapter 7, verse 48, the text reads, quote, Then Jesus said to her, Your sins are forgiven. The Jewish disbelievers stated, Who can forgive sins but God? This is an ironic statement because Jesus as God is standing there. Uh, in John, chapter 1, verse 3, the text reads, quote, Through him, Jesus, all things were made, and without him nothing was made that has been made. In comment, this passage in John declares that Jesus was the creator of all things. In John chapter 5, verse 22 and 23, the text states, quote, Moreover, the Father judges no one, but has entrusted all judgment to the Son, that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Unquote. Comment, this passage in John says that everyone in the human race is to give the Son Jesus the same honor they give to God. The obvious meaning is if I'm honoring the Father as God, then I should honor Jesus as God. In, in the text, John 6, verse 44, the text reads, quote, Jesus answered, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, They will all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to the Father and learns from him comes to me. Comment. In this passage, Jesus supplies a historical passage that states people shall be taught by God to himself. He is stating that if you listen to God, you will come to him. Conversely, if you're not listening to God, regardless of who you listen to, you will not come to him. But in the middle of this text, Jesus says, uh, I will raise him up at the last day. He's attributing to himself the power to raise people from the dead. In John chapter 20, verse 28, the text states, quote, Thomas said to him, Jesus, my Lord and my God, unquote. Come on, come on, one of the disciples expressly calls Jesus my God 
What more do you need to believe that the scriptures teach Jesus is not just human, but simultaneously God? In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, the text states, quote, The sun is the radiance of the God's glory and the exact representation of his being. Comment, God is a spiritual being, but this text states that Jesus is the radiance of his glory and an exact representation of that spiritual being in human form. In Titus chapter 2, verse 13, the text reads, quote, While we wait for the blessed hope, the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Comment and find me in Titus, we are told that Jesus is our great God. These passages are not all that are found in the Bible that expressly or implicitly say Jesus Christ is God, but these are sample texts which read inductively present factual statements that reveal the deity of Jesus Christ. It's difficult to imagine how any sincere person could assert that Jesus is never called God anywhere in the Bible. They are just reading from their ideology. Those who assert such believe their ideology and not what the Bible teaches. There is more than one gospel in the New Testament, as the sample texts demonstrate. In Acts chapter 1, verses 14 and verse 36, the apostle Peter is speaking to the Jews in Jerusalem in a big public meeting and says, quote, Fellow Jews, men of Israel, Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did among you through him. And you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. But God raised him from the dead. Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ, meaning Messiah, unquote. Comment, this is the gospel to the Jewish nation. The gospel text states in verse 41 that, quote, those who accepted his message were baptized and about 3,000 were added to their number that day, unquote. This group were Jewish believers in Jesus as Christ or Messiah. Jewish believers in Jesus formed a religious sect of Judaism, which was called by others the Way. In Revelation chapter 14, verses 6 and 7, we have another gospel spoken of. Quote, Then I saw another angel flying in midair, and he had the eternal or everlasting gospel to proclaim to those who live on earth. He said in a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made the heavens the earth, the sea, and the springs of water, unquote. Comment, this is what we call the everlasting gospel. There are other gospels named in the Bible, but our focus described next is on the gospel of salvation. The salvation gospel describes what Jesus did for humanity in his death, burial, and resurrection from the dead, followed by his ascension to heaven. 
Reading inductively means that we do not interpret every single passage by every other passage trying to reconcile and explain all of the Bible in accordance with a single theology or ideology. This great literature reveals things about God. It doesn't claim to reveal everything about God, but it reveals what is necessary for us to understand. In Isaiah chapter 55, verse 89, quote, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts." Unquote. If the Bible reveals, to some extent, who God is and what he is like, such clear statements are to be accepted as written. And if possible, we try to reconcile these high thoughts with human reason later. The Bible part does not get information about Jesus from religion or some theology people have developed in the past. The Bible itself in its plain literary expressions in its text is the source of all revealed knowledge about God. We're archaeologists trying to get to that source. Once you know what the Bible says because you have read it or heard its clear teaching for yourself, you are no longer dependent on religious ideology for your information. Get what the Bible says. This is the way the Bible bard works. Brief recitations, closely focused, no distractions, no rabbit trails. Send the Bible bard any questions or remarks you care to offer to BibleBardUS at gmail.com. Glad to hear from you. Thanks in advance for following and sharing content from the Bible Bard community. Thanks for listening.